Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you're new here, this podcast is all about language learning. Uh, my name is Ollie. I, I speak eight languages. I've, I've learned more than that, but uh, I, I tend to say eight. <laughs> they come and go, mostly go, but uh, they come as well sometimes when I'm uh, dedicated enough to, to, to sit down and study. And what I do is I take my experience learning all these languages and I tell you about, well, I answer your questions about language learning from my totally biased, selfish perspective, but uh, people seem to like it. So that's what I do. Uh, feel free to subscribe if you would like more uh, of these episodes delivered in your in your podcast feed. You can subscribe on whatever app that you are using. And uh, that would be great. I think today we're going to dive in to the question directly, uh, but not before I take the time to thank the sponsors of the show. These are the people who keep the show on the road. The wonderful italki, I-T-A-L-K-I. What italki do is they put you in touch with speakers, speakers, not speakers, teachers. <laughs> they put you in touch with with teachers, uh, different kinds of teachers, professional teachers, informal teachers, so that you can take professional lessons in the language you're learning or find someone to just help you practice speaking. There are teachers from all different countries, languages, dialects, and you can get a free lesson by going to iwillteachyoualanguage.com forward slash free lesson. Now, without any further ado whatsoever, let's jump into today's question from Kausalia. Hi, Ollie. My name is Kausalia and I'm from Australia. Uh, firstly, thank you very much for doing these podcasts. I have followed many language blogs and podcasts, but uh, definitely find yours as the most useful in terms of providing a guide to real language related questions. Uh, so my question today, Ollie, is about your core study time. I know you've written and talked about your course study time many times before, including what you can do during this time. Uh, so my question is, how do you decide when you, you do what? I mean, do you have some kind of a weekly routine, something like, um, you know, on Mondays, you do reverse translation, Tuesdays, it's classical, um, and on Wednesdays, it's listening comprehension and so on? Or does it change based on the level you're at and what you're focusing on at that point in time. And if you do have a fixed routine, would you mind sharing that? Thank you. Okay, thank you so much for your question and for the compliments on the podcast as well. I'm really, really glad that you uh, you find it to be so useful. I mean, I really enjoy, I really enjoy making the podcast. Uh, it's the most fun thing that I do, I think. So uh, it's always great to hear that people uh, get some value from it. I also would like to say that Kausalia must be the the it's the nicest name I've heard in a very very long time. I've never heard the name before, actually, and I I actually did a bit of searching on um on 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 Google because I was just so entranced en enchanted by <laughs> by your name. And um, for those of you listening, Kausalia is spelled K A U S A L Y A, and it is a uh, it's a Sanskrit name, Hindu Sanskrit name. And it means, and Kausalia, obviously I'm not telling you this because I'm sure you know it, but I'm, I'm just saying it because I, I looked it up and it might be interesting for other people uh, as well. And it means of the Kosala people. Now, Kosala was an ancient Indian kingdom 
that was at its most powerful in the 6th century BC. So it was a long time ago. And in the in the Hindu legend, Kausalya is the name of the mother of the hero. So um, very interesting roots to that name. And I just, just, just thought it sounded like a, a really nice name. So I just wanted to say, I just wanted to say that. Uh, sorry for putting you on the spot there, um, Kausalya. But to your question, core study time. Now, for those of you who don't know, um, I my basic approach to regular language study is this. I like to set aside a time every morning, which is typically between 45 minutes to an hour, which I call I call my core study time. And it's core because I shut off the outside world. It's early morning. I spend um, that time, that hour in kind of deep focused study. And the reason I do that is because usually when the day starts, it's all craziness and it's there's lots of things I can do during the day, but none of it is very deep and focused. So if I can get my, my thinking is if I can get that one hour of deep focus study time in every day, then I've won the day before it even starts and everything else is a bonus. Okay, so that's my core study time. And I do that when I am focusing on a language in particular. Right now, to be totally honest, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing any language learning um, right now other than kind of maintaining my languages through through speaking. Um, but I am starting up something and I teased you with it a couple of episodes ago, but I'm, I'm not going to go into that now. But when I'm actively studying a language, I have this core study time and I do different things during that core study time. And I've actually recorded a lot of videos showing you different things that I that I have done, different things that I do. And and so what Kalsalia is asking is, how do I structure my week? How do I, do I do one thing on Monday, something else on Tuesday, something else on Wednesday? What do I do during that core study time? Is there a routine? Or does that change depending on the language and the level and what I'm what I'm working on? Right. The answer is, um, do I have a routine? No, I don't have a routine where I do something on Monday, something on Tuesday. I've never really, I've tried that before, but usually whenever I've tried to have that kind of routine, like if I use one kind of material on Monday and different kind of thing on Tuesday, it just often feels so arbitrary that I don't really see the point to it. It feels like I'm trying to kind of optimize something that can't really be optimized. And um, so I don't have that kind of that kind of um, structural routine. So the second part of your question was, does that change according to the state that you are in the language and, and the language you're learning? And the answer is yes, absolutely. Now, at this point, <laughs> in order to answer your question properly, I've got two choices. I can either give you my sort of philosophical answer to this, or I can which I think I'm going to have to do because the alternative is uh, basically going to involve telling you everything I do to learn a language from beginning to end, which is obviously not something I can do in a short podcast. Um, so I think the first thing I'd say, if you're looking for inspiration for this, go back and watch my Italian project from this summer, because this summer I, I learned Italian. I spent two or three months learning Italian and I documented it all and it's all on YouTube. And I talk in the in the videos, especially in the early videos, I talk a lot about exactly what I'm doing every day. And most of what my days look like are that one hour of course study followed by lots of other listening and reading. Lots of other, as much as exposure as I can get during the day, but it's all kind of underpinned by that course study time. So if you'd like a kind of real in-depth 
look at how I learn a language kind of from beginning to end. Go back and watch that 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 playlist on, on YouTube. If you search for Ollie Richard Italian on YouTube and then find the playlist, you'll find like 15, 20 videos there where I um where I kind of document everything. But I want to try and give you a helpful answer here, Casalia. And really my answer relates to the reason that I don't have a routine. And that is, so the problem with the routine is that you're always doing something different, right? So doing something different on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I generally find in language learning that the way that I get really good results is by focusing on just one thing, one activity. Because it might, it might, the way I think about it is, if you find an activity that you really like, you mentioned reverse translation, right? Which I, I spoke about a couple of episodes ago in the episode on translation. Let's say that you really love reverse translation as an activity. Well, if you like that activity, if you find value in it, then it's not the kind of activity that you'll, you're just going to get value from once. It is almost certainly worth doing many, many times over. And every time you do that activity, you learn, you, you, obviously you learn more, but you also discover more about how you learn and the things that you respond well to, types of text that you like, ways that the activity itself um, kind of interacts with you and, and your brain and, and your learning. And so what I find is that when I've identified an activity that I really like to do, I just do that every day and um, until I don't want to do it anymore. And that's, that, that is basic. I mean, I, I, I could say more, but that's essentially what I do. Now, I have, a, I have a term for this. I call this a sprint. And a sprint is when you, comes from the software uh, world where people have projects to get finished. They've got a new update to their software they want to get out. And so as a team, they kind of hold themselves up in the office and just do a massive sprint working flat out until it's done. So I kind of use, adopted that term for, for myself. And my sprints tend to be like about two to three weeks long. So I'll kind of start doing a new activity and I'll just do that activity every day. And I tend to naturally stop doing it after about two to three weeks. But during that, during those two to three weeks, like I've had, I've got so much value out of that activity, right? Because I've just done it so many times, uh, done it over and over with different kinds of, different kinds of material. So not only have I, not only have I kind of got a lot of value and learned a lot from that activity, assuming it's a good activity in the first place, but I've also usually discovered a lot about how I learn as well. And when you, when you spend that length of time on one thing, and this kind of brings us to the, the more kind of philosophical point, is that the, I always find in language learning that the way to really make progress and move forward in your learning is to do one thing very well. So you go narrow and deep rather than wide and shallow. Okay, so you go you narrow, you pick one thing, and you go very deep on that. You go 100%. Because when you're focused on one language, on one activity, and one just one aspect of that language in particular, when you're really focused on that and you spend uh, you know, an extensive amount of time on that, sustained amount of time on that, sustained focus, that's where things happen because you reach a sort of stage of focus that you, that's very difficult to get 
by jumping from one thing to the next. And that's the reason that I don't generally recommend learning multiple languages as well, because you end up just kind of slash, uh, dividing your attention, not doing anything to a deep level. And you can kind of have the illusion that you're doing lots of things without really making any meaningful progress. And that's what happens if you do different, that's what I find happens if you do different activities on different days of the week. Like you get the, you have the illusion that you're learning lots of things, but actually you're just, it's all kind of surface level. So the obvious question is, well, what are those activities that you do, um, you know, for, for, for three weeks at a time? And the answer is they're changing all the time. That's my frustrating answer for you. <laughs> they're always changing. The in, in the sequence of videos I made on core study sequences, those will give you lots of um lots of ideas. And I'll put a link to those in the show notes, which will be at IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash episode two nine one. I'll put a link to those to those activities. Uh, things like reverse translation, things like um listening, uh other things that I've used in the past. But I have to say, more and more my 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 kind of focus and methodology with language learning is uh, is shifting towards input and i've been talking a lot about this this year and it's shifting towards input in the sense that i think the most powerful activity that you can do is listening and reading to interesting material at your level and this methodology is the concept behind all of my courses if you're if you if you if you're taking one of my unco- uncovered courses which are for beginners that's how i teach you from the beginning if you have, uh, if you've used Grammar Hero or Conversations, or if you've uh, read any of my short story books, this is the kind of methodology that underpins it. It's the idea that if you spend time reading and listening to interesting stuff, in my case, usually stories at your level, so it's, it's just right for you. You can understand plenty. You're not struggling too much. Then you you will learn naturally. And the only thing you've got to do to make that happen is to spend enough time doing that. And so when I did Italian this summer, the only thing I did, my only activity was to listen and read in Italian. That's all I did. And and, and I learned as a result. Now, obviously, I had to do lots of speaking as well, but I didn't do any, I didn't have any textbooks or any grammar books or anything like that. It was just a case of reading and and listening. so more and more, if you ask me kind of what does my core study time look like, it looks like that more and more, just listening and reading, basically. Now, that obviously, that doesn't invalidate any of the other stuff that I've, that I've, that I've talked about with the core study routines, because I still I still do that stuff. So, you know, there was a time when, um, when I was learning Italian, there were a bunch of sort of sentence patterns and ways of expressing yourself in Italian that I was kind of struggling to get my head around. So I did some reverse translation because I found it really good just to kind of like, um, what's the word to, uh, flex my brain muscles. It just gave me a really good workout and helps me just grapple with that specifically. Uh, so, so I do do those things. Absolutely. Lots of listening. And so, so go and check out those, uh, the core study routine videos, but yeah, but the, what's underpinning all that stuff now for me is, uh, is listening and reading. And so the choice that faces me every day really is like, do I move on to new material or do I go and find, or do I go back and, and listen and read t- 
to stuff I've already listened to again multiple times, and it's and it's a mix of that. I won't get into all of that now. So I hope that helps, Garcelia. Um, if you'd like to leave me a comment on this episode, please go to I will teach you a language dot com forward slash episode two nine one. If you'd like to ask a question, uh, which I always try to answer, then uh, you can go to I will teach you a language dot com forward slash ask. And with that, I will sign off. Go to the show notes, please. Check out those core study time videos. They will give you lots and lots of ideas. And I'll see you back in the next episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. You know, one of the questions I get asked most often about language learning is how to improve your memory. Because things get so much easier when you learn new words and you don't forget them later in conversation when you really need them. So what I decided to do was to put together a, a, a short email course. It's a three-part email course over three days that teaches you my favorite techniques for memorizing vocabulary and actually putting that vocabulary into your long-term memory. It's a short course, three days, it's completely free. And if you'd like to sign up for it, please go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash free memory course.